Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 324 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her menopause. Yeah, absolutely. Whip out those notepads, honey, because we are about ready to take notes. Furiously, it's going to be a terrific show. Just know that this episode is made possible by our wonderful friends at Smarty Pants Women's Vitamins, the delicious once-a-day gummies that contain all of the essential vitamins, minerals, and omega oils customized just for women. To learn more, hop on over to SmartyPantsVitamins.com. And here's your first reminder to click on iTunes after this episode to rate and review the show because we love your feedback. I'll be reminding you a little bit later on too. All right, it's time for Her. Her, the podcast. The naked truth about women. Her mind. Her body. Her life. It's all about Her. Okay, just whip out your little devices immediately and go to Genev.com. Let's just cut to the chase. G-E-N-N-E-V.com. If you're a woman who wants to know A through Z on menopause, this is just a crazy website, just chock full of everything you need to know about the menopausal journey. Our expert today is the founder of Genev, Jill Angelo. Now, Jill is, oh my goodness gracious, she's a vet. She spent 20 years in technology at Microsoft. Wipe the sweat off your little brows in product marketing and chief of staff in the CMO roles. Oh, she's had quite a corporate career to re-image women's health in the second half of life. And then she started Genev. Jill, welcome to the Her Podcast. Thank you, Dr. Peek. It's been, it's great to be here. It's been a great journey to be on. And it's really exciting to be speaking with you today. Why did you start Genev? You know, it was unplanned at the moment, in the moment, I would say. I think as a lot of big adventures in life go, I'm I'm kind of an unplanned person. And yet I've always, my life's purpose has always been women and girls and their development and just our overall sense of confidence in life. It really gets at me when our confidence is zapped. And Menopause is one of those moments where I think a lot of women's confidence is just hit. Even though we're kind of at the top of our game in lives, in our lives in so many different ways. And so, you know, I was on a sabbatical from Microsoft, taking about three months off, and I met a woman who built Neutrogena. She sold it to Johnson and Johnson, and she had this crazy vision about women's health and menopause that I'd never heard before. And one thing led to another, and we decided to start Genev. She's she's older, she's enjoying life, but she was a wonderful advisor to me in starting this company and in building a mission to empower women to really take control of their health and menopause and not suffer through it. Wow. Okay. Wait a minute now, Jill. We're saying the M word. Nobody says menopause. 
You know, they just sort of blow it off. I mean, <laughs> we, you know what it, we are. I mean, seriously, we are, you and I are, because we're just like out there. We're, we're, we're just helping pioneer this whole thing. But, you know, at least five years ago, we weren't even saying the other M word, sort of like M&Ms here. And that was menstrual. Menstrual anything. We didn't mention that. Shh. You know, hush, hush. And now all of a sudden, here we are with menopause. I guess, would it be like 1.4 billion women are going to be going over, you know, into menopause globally, you know, over the course of the next several years? I mean, hello. It's kind of a large demographic understatement. So, but we're actually starting a conversation about that. Do you ever kind of like, does it ever hit you like, whoa, 10 years ago, we wouldn't be doing this? Yeah, it, you know, I think even even now, I'm it hits me because I think still some women can't say the word menopause, let alone, you know, come to grips that they're going through it or that they could feel better through it. So, you know, it, on the journey, I've I've had the business going now. Genev's been around for about five years, and even in that time, we've seen such a shift in the early days. The moment I said the word menopause, if I was pitching the business to an investor, their face would turn red and whether it was male or female. And now, you know, at least I think everyone realizes what an incredible, you know, population goes through menopause, that every woman goes through it. It's natural. And it's really the final frontier of women's health and wellness that is under, it just isn't very understood nor is it really, there's no solutions out there for it. So I think we're still in the super early days, but it certainly is much better than, you know, 10, even five years ago. Yeah, I noticed that there's like a new Netflix um, show, which is interesting. It's also, if I remember correctly, it, it emanates from India. And it's about a woman who's a corporate exec. Uh, she's CEO, chairman of the board, blah, blah, blah. And she had to get up out of a meeting and leave for a moment because she was in the process of having a hot flash. And it was just one of these, it's like, whoa, I would never have seen that coming. There been a little smattering. Now we have Genev. Now you have just generated a brand new annual report on sort of the state of the state of menopause now. And as I'm looking at it, you you surveyed 120,000 women from your community, 1,000 respondents um, to your annual survey and a panel of 50 top women's health providers. And you had some eye-opening discoveries. Tell us all about the report and what's that all about? Yeah, you know, I, I think early, so early into the business, we realized when we were looking for you know, research and sources that we could count on to inform us and help us build our business case, help us learn about this space, help us really understand what women were going through. We came to find that there were little to no resources. Like nobody knew anything about this, you know, over a billion person community around the world and what they were experiencing. And so a couple of years ago, we launched on Genev.com our menopause assessment. And this assessment really answers two key questions that women commonly have. The first one, when they come to us, they, they ask, you know, am I normal? Like, you know, because we don't talk about menopause, everyone thinks that they're not normal or this is only them and, and, they're, and they're embarrassed or they're really concerned. And our number one thing that we wanna you know, put women at ease is like, nope, you're, no, you're normal. This is a natural part of life. And the second question 
is very much around where am I at in the journey? Have I gone through menopause yet? Am I perimenopause? Am I postmenopause? What is perimenopause? You know, I didn't, I've never heard those terms before. And so what our menopause assessment on our website, it's a free assessment. Any woman can take it. It takes about five minutes. We ask you a series of questions around your quality of life and how it is. And then we ask you a series of questions around symptoms that you're experiencing and, and how much those are impacting your quality of life. And based upon that information that we gather, we can help you understand where you're at in the menopause journey by giving you a type. We have type menopause types one through five, and they have a description, each of them, that help women understand why they're experiencing what they're experiencing in terms of the symptoms they reported, and then where they're at in that journey. And you know, we decided two years ago, back in 2019, we were going on the Today Show with Maria Shriver, and we decided, you know, let's start to bring some of what we're learning from women through the assessment to light. And so we published our first annual survey at the time. We paired it up with kind of just a pulse survey that we do annually called what we call the Zeitgeist Survey. It's it's to really capture the pulse of women in the last 12 months that is a companion to our broader assessment that is just pervasively on our website. And we're starting to report these findings every year. So this is the second annual menopause report that we've published. And now we're at over 120,000 women who whose data and information and responses are reflected here. And, you know, I think in addition to just baseline understanding women's symptoms and what they report, over the past 12 months, last year was a year like none other with the pandemic and, you know, the, the racial injustice and so much going on, the presidential election. We really wanted to capture how did women come through the year you know in addition to having menopause what else was going on with them and this year's report is very much a reflection of that around you know what they were what they were challenged with and we were prepared for a lot of you know difficulty from women and how not only the year in it being difficult also exacerbated their menopause and and we heard a lot of sad things and and saw a lot of alarming statistics but I will also say we heard a lot of incredible silver linings and that was the upside of it. Like women are incredibly resilient. So I can share a little bit more about those, but that's the top line. And it's just an incredibly informative moment and fun to publish. Yeah, I mean, wow. I'm looking at some of the results here. So, oh my goodness gracious, 70% of women reported putting off preventative health appointments in the past year as a result of the pandemic. As a physician, I got chills down my back. Like, oh my God, what did we miss? What's going on? And then health providers report a 68% decrease in annual exams. Ouch. I don't know about you, but that makes me, you know, terrifically worried. I hope to heaven that people are you know, trying to get those appointments in right now and, and let's step up and, and catch up here because that can't go on. And then, you know, unsurprisingly, emotional health support is critical now more than ever. 92% of these respondents report more stress on top of menopause-related anxiety in the past year. Did you expect to see a number like that? 
You know, I think that was on the specifically around the emotional health support, you know, in 92% of women reporting more stress on top of menopause related anxiety. Some of that is kind of like, yeah, no, that's not surprising given the year that we had. And I think the double dose of challenge that women got, you know, in the past year in terms of now, you know, more family members being at home, whether it was educating kids, kids and family members were moving, moving back home. Like we just, we were amazed at how women were, their, their roles as caretakers had just been amplified overnight. But also I think the thing that was really almost really disturbing, but also shocking was the amount of isolation that women felt in that emotional health score of 92%. A lot of women said they felt lonely or isolated, even if they were surrounded by people, because the year presented such a change to their routine or their sense of independence. And when you are going through hormonal shifts that menopause present anyhow, that just takes it to a whole new level. And that feeling of not feeling supported, understood, or heard just, you know, exacerbated women's emotional health in terms of stress and even depression in some cases. So we've responded in a way to start to support these women. You know, a lot of women are looking for therapy or counselors, or many others just want a really supportive, structured community that really understand them so that they don't feel as isolated as as they're feeling. What does Genev offer, you know, with regard to community and that support? How do they get that from Genev? You know, it's a couple of ways. And we know that every woman, not every woman wants community in the same way. Community is kind of a broad term or even emotional support. There's a couple of options. Uh, number one, we, for the first time ever, have started offering a six-week menopause and emotional wellness program. This is where you are in a small group, 10 women max. You're working with a licensed therapist. You're working with a gynecologist and a health coach, all trained and focused on menopause and this is you know really an opportunity to not only understand and identify what you're going through and then put words to it understand why it's happening but then also they give you the tools and the resources with which to manage your emotional health and this you know varies from you know therapy you know evidence-based therapy practices all the way through to even prescription support if that's necessary and then also lifestyle behavior change and so that's kind of the most I'd say hands-on program that we have available to women today we also have a private Facebook group and a lot of women, join that group there's daily dialogue we see you know women in the tens of 20s of women joining that group every day it's private you have to answer a few questions to join so there's no trolls it's a safe place and it's all women going through a similar experience and sometimes that's just what you need is you just need people that get you and you can share your frustrations you can share your joys you can talk about what's worked for you in terms of symptom management and women just use it as this place to exchange and so that's really another opportunity where 
you can join our community and just, again, be surrounded by women. Our, our physicians and coaches pop in there from time to time and will answer questions. So it's a great place to go. And then third, we've started some other community initiatives that are a little bit more low touch and women can pop in as they want or not. We're now on Clubhouse doing weekly sessions on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. We also have a podcast series where you know you can hear from menopause experts and um, different tips and tricks around aspects of your life and your health and wellness during menopause. We've tried to provide some emotional support for women in varying tiers so that you can self-select what's right for you and dip your toe. And whether you want to observe or where, whether you want to participate, that's up to you and where you're at. Huh. Have you have women shared maybe more self-destructive behavior due to stress, isolation, mental health challenges, excessive drinking, you know, putting on weight and really withdrawing from people? Were you able to capture any of that or do your providers also capture that as well? You know, they do very much more so in the one-on-one -on -one exchanges. Like if you work, if you uh, come to Geneva and, and you book an appointment with one of our health coaches or our physicians, or as part of our menopause and emotional wellness program, they certainly are working with patients more one-on-one -on -one or in small settings around managing, you know, destructive behavior. I think more than anything, what we've observed and seen in the past year, obviously, I think alcohol intake has definitely increased as a coping mechanism, but more than anything, so many women just feel overwhelmed. And that was a big data point where women are like, I don't even know where to begin. I just feel so low. I've gained so much weight. I feel so terrible about myself. And I feel like nobody cares or understands me because I feel dismissed. And so the first step in working with women who might feel that might be in that place, which is very common, is that our, you know, our health coaches in particular will really work on finding ways to bring joy back into your life and to give yourself permission because we all put obligation on ourselves and sometimes unnecessary obligation and put ourselves last. And it's, it might feel like common sense or it's just like the little things, but that's where our coaches have focused in working with women and where we have found our strategies in working with them to be most successful. Give yourself permission, look for joys in different ways. A lot of women are getting back out into nature, becoming more active and physical. It's again, a walk a day, you know, taking the dog out, maybe in the morning, it's a 10 minute just meditation, practicing more mindfulness uh, within your day. It feels like little things, but what our coaches do a lot of the time around emotional wellness with women is they're just an accountability partner. They're a person there, they put a plan in place, and they help women do things in a way that are achievable versus like, let's put together a big plan and then you can't even keep up with it. Like, no, we've got to figure out something that works for you in in a way that you can give back to it and give back to yourself it really starts with mindfulness permission and and making space for yourself and that's what our team is really skilled at doing with women huh and another thing that came out of this wonderful report was really looking at the symptoms and impact of menopause on wellness sweats and sleep disturbances and i'm, I'm looking at this right now what i'm seeing 
is hands down, the sleep disturbances are really quite profound, no question about it. And as well, the mood changes. And and I'm not surprised by either of those because sleep disturbances, especially due to hot flashes occurring and jolting a woman out of uh, sleep, can be pretty uh, severe and really, really uh, increase her interference with her ability to get quality sleep and clearly have an impact on, on her mood. If you're sleep deprived, uh, you know, don't be looking for big smiles first thing in the morning. And, and there you have it. Were you surprised by any of those results? You know, not so much. I would, you know, I, and, and just to kind of orient um, our, the listeners to what you're referring to, Dr. Peak, in the report, we have a chart that reports symptoms and their impact on your wellness. And when you take the menopause assessment, we ask you a question about a number of symptoms, mood changes, night sweats, sleep disturbances, weight change, skin, brain fog, breast tenderness, urinary symptoms, GI questions. And so we ask you a number of questions. And then we always also ask, what's, you know, are you experiencing these symptoms, but then also what's the impact on your health? And I think what's always really interesting to me in reading the data is not necessarily the rate at which women report the symptom, whether it is a mood change or a night sweat or a sleep disturbance, but it's the impact on their quality of life. And so, you know, sleep in particular, it's it's the third, you know, it's kind of the third most reported symptom in the map that we reported that women talk about behind mood changes and night sweats, which we know night sweats contributes to sleep disturbances. But the, you know, while women report a lot of challenges in sleep, the impact on their life outweighs even the amount with which women actually report the symptom. You know, 75% of women reported sleep disturbances, and yet 82% of them said, this has an incredible impact on my quality of life. And we have a numbering system of one through 10, and this is of five and above. So these are women that are reporting you know, sleep is impacting my quality of life in a material way where I can't function during the day. And that that's that's a huge deal. And be, simply because it, it impacts not only how we feel, but our ability to focus at work, our ability to care for our families, our ability to just function and control our emotions and our moods. And even it, it impacts our, our joint health and our weight gain. And I bet you know this, in the patients and the women that you work with every day, how well you sleep really has a, an amplifying or domino effect on the rest of your health and wellness. So this one to me is, is probably one of the most concerning. And if we were to focus on helping women in one way, sleep and emotional health, those are the two biggies. I think they're foundational to making all the other symptoms that much better. I don't know. What do you think in your work with with your patients? I love it. No, I there's ab there's absolutely no question that sleep is truly, as you said, foundational. When you wake up in the morning, if you've been sleep deprived, your appetite and hunger hormones are completely dysfunctional, which is precisely why, and any woman could identify with this, if you wake up sleep deprived, you want to eat everything that's not tacked down. And it's like an out-of-body experience. You know damn well you shouldn't be putting that in your mouth, but you do because you have no governor. It's gone. Sleep is so powerful in its ability to maintain a 
uh, way to keep up with healthy routines to support those routines. And once you've disrupted that, it is is not great for your health, let alone your cardiometabolic health, clearly not good for your mind. So that's why when I looked at that sleep disturbance, I was like, whoa. And, and again, none of that's surprising to me because I know the literature very well. And I'm also involved in, in sleep research. And I'm just saying, well, there you have it again. Did nothing but affirm in my mind how powerful something like sleep can really impact on a woman's wellness. No doubt about it. So, you know, when we're looking at all of this, we're, you're, you're doing telehealth. Tell us, you know, telehealth is certainly with COVID and all the rest of it, having its day in the sun. And what's interesting, when I talk to my providers, everyone agrees that telehealth is here to stay. No question about it. And that it's really become a milestone event in, in medicine, in the practice of medicine. What have you found? You know, it, it is. I, I, I would agree 100%. Like telehealth, virtual health, virtual care is here to stay. And we're, we're glad we're here. We were prepared for it because it, it's no small feat to support patients from a teleperspective. And, you know, as we think about women's care in menopause, there's kind of no better aspect of healthcare that I think is better suited, or no, no better aspect of a person's health that is better suited for a virtual care or a telehealth model. With menopause, Number one, telehealth is discreet, you know, and and because we're still kind of, you know, squeamish sometimes about talking about menopause or you want it private, a lot of women want discretion. Telehealth is super discreet. You can meet with a provider from the comfort and privacy of your own home which is, uh, I think, versus waiting in a waiting room or, you know, just working through the other kind of complexities of parking and getting to the doctor's office. It's also really perfect for menopause because both the diagnosis as well as treatment for the myriad of symptoms that we report in our report, they you don't need a face-to-face visit for many of those. It starts with a conversation with your health provider. And so telemedicine is gives you that venue and and from there you know our providers on our platform they they write a lot of prescriptions when a prescription medication is necessary whether that is a hormone therapy or we do prescribe birth control or or other you know prescriptions that are necessary for a patient but it also you know when when a physical examination is required or lab work or something that can't be done through a virtual model you've got a referring physician you've got someone who understands the whole you in our model and then we'll get you to the right local provider as we continue to build out those partnerships we are 100 percent virtual and that's kind of where we're staying but we do want great partners on the ground that we can direct women to when when an in-person is necessary but you know i think virtual care and telemedicine it is here to stay for sure and it just is, you know, continues to be, I think, for us, I know in the last three months in particular, it, we're up 175% in terms wow. of the number of appointments and women oh coming my. to us. And I think the nice thing is, yeah, you can, 
you can talk, you can also have a longer conversation with the physician. Oftentimes in the office, you've got to get in and out. And with telemedicine, we've allowed for longer appointments. So we hopefully in, have enriched the experience for women and made it made the care model into something that really works for this time of life. Where's Genev going? You know, you've got such a fabulous, you know, model here for basically a holistic integrative approach. You've got education, you've got community, you've got statistics, you've got providers and you have services, you even have products. So where are you going with all of this? Is this, you know, a real game changer here for, for the whole space of menopause? What's going on in this space? You know, I think that's a great question. We, for us, we we want to build and establish the modern care model for menopause, where there's never been one. We we don't think about, you know, like there's no like menopause talk when we're growing up as women or girls. Like like we have a talk about our first period or we have a talk about sex. Like we don't have a talk about menopause, and and so we're we're wholly unprepared and. And, and so what we're trying to do at Genev is, is first and foremost, create the modern care model. Like every woman, as she starts to get into her 40s, you should have a menopause check-in. And just to understand with a provider, okay, what symptoms should I be looking for? What am I already experiencing? And how can I get ahead of it? Because the earlier you start in your care during these hormonal shifts in your life across nutrition and fitness and whether it's even wellness supplements or or even you know prescription support when it's needed but i think there's so much you can do naturally early on that will mitigate the severity of your symptoms whether those are hot flashes or painful sex or weight gain or or inability to sleep there's a lot you can do to mitigate that with really great preventative care so that would be my objective number 1 um, objective number 2 is to treat the whole woman as she goes through her second half of life. Typically as women, once we've had babies and come through that, we're, we feel a little bit like directionless, like, okay, who's my person? Who's my go-to? Who's my doctor? And, and while we, we often have a physician, there's not necessarily a roadmap or a, a list or a check-in that we do that thinks about the whole woman as she goes through her second half of life, starting with menopause. And menopause is this perfect like inflection point around what you do for your body and your care and how you manage your symptoms during that time will will have downstream impacts on your brain health and and dementia and cardiovascular health and even bone health. And so where we want to go over time is not only serve women with a, a new model for care in menopause, but then be her partner through the second half of life that knows the whole woman holistically, whether that is through her physician care or whether that is through her work with a health coach. And then we want to help her navigate that and get her to the right specialists or the right people when that's necessary for her. So my goal is really to give women a roadmap for their health and wellness throughout the second half of life. We're going to help you through menopause and then just set you up for success in the whole second half because there's a lot of living that we have to do and and uh, it's it's really the best time of life and and we want to make sure that we can empower women to live it to the full fullness. Well, when you talk about that, I'm thinking to myself, women should be living into their early 80s, I mean, at the very least, 
which basically means they're living at least a third of their life in menopause. Yeah, better hope you're enjoying it. And all the more reason, to your point, that we have that menopause talk. Because for crying out loud, those are many, those are many years, decades, actually, as you sit down and look at it. Where's medical care going with all of this? You have medical care providers, but that's not what's going on in the community a lot. It's mostly, you know, if a woman begins to experience some of these symptoms, certainly with hot flashes, et cetera, she's offered hormone replacement therapy or antidepressants or sleep aids, all, all medical prescriptions. Do you see that changing? You know, I, I, that's such a great question. I do. And I think the consumer is going to change it because she's becoming more informed and she's asking harder, tougher questions. I think oftentimes women, when we are suffering from the sleep deprivation or the, or the mood changes and, you know, AKA just depression or, or even the hot flashes, so often those symptoms are treated in isolation, whether that is through a gynecologist or a primary care physician or or whomever you know kind of practitioner you're working with and until our whole community both the health and wellness community and as well as consumers consider the whole woman and looking at all of her symptoms and what could be causing this versus treating the one thing in isolation with a prescription like a, a sleep aid or something like that I think we're not going to really serve women in a good way because that will then trigger something else or she'll still be suffering even if you've solved the sleep problem she's still you know struggling with lack of libido or hot flashes and and then she might treat that in isolation and then before you know it she's got various medications and also providers that aren't talking to each other that might be working against one another and she's left kind of holding the bag as a consumer, trying to manage her medical care, but not really understanding how one thing impacts the other. And so how I think it needs to change and slowly, uh, hopefully our goal is to help not only do this with our patients, but then also work with the medical community at large is women in their 40s, 50s, and even 60s really need holistic care. Just thinking about the whole woman and the overall hormonal shifts that her body is going through that's triggering all these things and and look at her and treat her in that way versus the symptom in isolation and so when you ask the question about is the medical industry changing or whatever i i think i think we're going to get there for sure but we um, our part from a genev perspective in terms of our menopause platform knowing what we do about women and um, having the mission that we do around this part of women's health, we have to be really proactive about kind of educating and bringing that to partnerships, to other medical organizations that we might work with from a referral standpoint to ensure that we're treating the whole woman. And I think that's where the usage even of spot prescriptions or medications hopefully will decline or work in a better way for the patients that are taking them because you're thinking about the impacts on her overall hormonal health and the transition that she's going through. Wow. I I just, I wish we had more messengers like you, Jill. You know, you're just, you've got business smarts. You're a woman 
who gets it in personally and professionally. And you're, you put together a model for, I think, a lot of people to follow where you're, you're, you're developing a place of what I love to call a safe haven for women to have a conversation at multiple levels, whether it's clubhouse and you're just hanging out or it's telehealth and you're having a one-on-one saying things that are difficult sometimes about this whole time. And, you know, really with all of my years working in women's health, I'm stunned at how little women understand what's going on in perimenopause, menopause, stunned that no one has really sat down and really helped educate them. But we have new voices coming out now, yours being one of the lead voices. And kudos to you and your whole team for really taking this on, especially when there's been so much blowback and pushback from people who just honestly haven't cared, maybe until now. I don't know. What do you think? You know, I hope it's changing. I, I think it is. The fact that, you know, even the fact that we're having this conversation today, it's changing. It, it's one by one and, and we're getting there. I, I just I have, and I'm also, I'm a naturally optimistic person. So I'm always looking at the good side of things, but I know we have a huge mission. We have a ton of energy. I have an incredible team. We have people like you and partnerships that are, you know, we're all aligned with, and it's going to take all of us kind of binding together to move this big mountain. And and so we're going to get there. But I, and I, I, you know, one other thing about women in general, the women, the younger women that are growing and naturally moving into this phase of life are also more curious. They're more vocal. They also, they have an expectation that they should be able to feel incredible and they're, I think today's consumer and the consumers coming up behind us even now, I'm a Gen X woman, I'm 47, but I, I see the women coming in behind me that are maturing into this space. They are curious and driven, and uh, I, think, I think it's only going to get better. And women are certainly going to start really taking control of their health in this phase of life and, and getting after it. And menopause, I hope five years from now is is something that just rolls off the tongue so easily and and it's just it's just a thing you know it's just another thing we all we all got to deal with oh my god i just so love this and you know i can't even imagine a better way to end this fantastic segment with you jill than to quote one of your respondents said it's so beautiful and this was a, a piece of everyone by the way if you just go to genev.com you could you could see what i've what i'm reading right now 2020 has been a difficult year but one that has helped me to see that i need to make changes spiritually, physically, and emotionally to become the best version of myself. That's sort of what Einstein said a long time ago, Jill. You know, in the midst of difficulty lies opportunity. And and there's no question that this woman really reflects that entire, okay, this has been one heck of a challenge, but where the lessons Where's the opportunity to grow and to learn and to evolve from all of this? And I just thought that that quote, I don't know, you know, who came up with putting it there, but that was a brilliant idea because it was very realistic, authentic, but it was positive too and optimistic. So again, 
Wow. I love this. I, I really do. What do women have to do to be able to get a copy of this report? You know, it's it, simply go to Genev.com, G-E-N-N-E-V.com, and you'll see in the top menu bar on the website, there's a, there's a link that says menopause report. Click on that. You'll give us your name and email and you can download it right there. So very, very easy. We also just posted a fun video of a number of our our customers and our patients and our community, other yeah, leaders in the community talking about how they're talking about their menopause, whether they're in perimenopause or post. And it's our hashtag I am the change video that's that's really just trying to drive the conversation and and make it something that is just okay to talk about. And and also a chance for women to talk about those incredible statements like you just quoted. Women are resilient. We are incredible. And just reading through the results of last of this past year's report, I'm just really inspired by the strength of women and um, all that we have to give and to live for. And I, I think this report, while there's some, you know, some shocking things in it, there's a lot to be really inspired by. So get your copy. It's free. We want it out there for women to share with others and, and just get informed. Oh my gosh. I just so love this. And wait till you see the video. Please pay really close attention to the lady with the purple lips. Okay. Seriously. And, and those glasses. Oh my gosh. Jill, any she's last. She's fantastic. Yep. Yes. Who is yeah, this Omi, woman? I mean, Omi she's Shade just fa- is, is, yeah, oh, she's beautiful. Absolutely amazing. All the women are beautiful, but I got to say the purple lips rocket. I mean, I. <laughs> she's, she's great. You know, in fact, I, I do have to put in a plug for Omi. Omi Shade, Bernie Scott, she created the Black Girl's Guide to Menopause. So she's another fellow Yay. leader in the menopause space. You'll see her in the video. But yeah, she rocks the purple lipstick for sure. I love it. One last moment. Give uh, all of our Her podcast listeners just one nugget, some little piece of wisdom that you can impart because they're listening. You know, I think the piece of wisdom I can impart is that you don't have to go through this time of life alone. We hear that time and again. You don't have to go through it alone. There are people who understand you. Even if you don't know what questions to ask, seek out help. If you're not feeling quite right, then something's going on. So so come and find help, whether that is, you know, through a place like Genev.com or through a girlfriend. Don't just sit in silence. There's people who want to help you and you can feel better than you're feeling. Thank you so much, Jill. Great to hear your voice once again. And everyone out there, take a minute right now. Hit iTunes and rate and review the show. I want to hear from you because I'm Dr. Pam Peek, host of the Her Podcast. Follow me on Facebook at Dr. Pam Peek or Twitter at Pam Peek MD. Same thing with Instagram, Pam Peek MD. And remember to catch every single episode of the Her Podcast on iTunes or Radio MD. Thanks for listening today and please stay safe and stay well.